When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is Gresson Wolf. I am Dr. Damien Gibson, and boy. Guys, power is back. I'm so excited. I genuinely am. I really am. I watched um, uh, Back to the Attack last night with a mate, uh, which was relatively uneventful as far as storylines and stuff are concerned, but it was still so nice to see the show back in studio, in studio wrestling, NWA, 10 pounds of gold, Nick Aldis, the whole gang. A uh, few people, well, when I say the whole gang, there's a few people missing from the last time around. Um, but we did get a few people who debuted on on Power that I thought were were pretty good. Um, Tyrus debuted on the, on the pay-per-view. I don't know why I can't say debut properly anymore. I keep saying debuted debuted um tyrus was the um what was he called the no not the funkadactyl that was yeah funk uh, funk funkasaurus in wwe you may remember him uh grooving with kids uh in the mid card there for a bit in wwe i don't know if he's the bestest of signings for nwa but um you know, he, he's got some name recognition. People may recognize him. We'll go through... I don't really want to go through Back to the Attack because it was kind of more of a introduction tribute show. Supposedly did very well on Fight, which is great um, as far as figures are concerned. So that's great. It's great that people remember the NWA exists. I, think, I genuinely think people are underestimating... <laughs> how enjoyable an in-studio wrestling show is. And the fact that it goes for 50 minutes, man, I can, I just cannot, you know, I attempted to actually start watching some AW uh, Evolution and it's an hour and a half this week compared to two hours and 10 minutes last week. But we're now at a point with AEW and it's starting to get into WWE figures now where it's like, if you want to watch everything that AEW puts out, and let's say we put behind uh, being the elite in there as well, that can go for an hour. <laughs> let's say it goes for half an hour. So you got two hours for uh, Evolution or whatever, what's it called? Evolution, Elevation. Two hours for Elevation, two hours for Dark, two hours for Dynamite. So that's six hours now of AEW. And they were, you know, they when they started, they promised that they weren't going to do that. And they weren't going to have a second show and it wasn't going to become bloated. And, you know, <laughs> I mean, I'm not saying 
the show, the weekly show Dynamite is not a bloated show, but in comparison, watching Power tonight, a nice, clean, crisp fifty minutes. I don't, I you know, I I think it you just make it super hard for yourself, you know. I think you just make it super hard for yourself if um pulling your show out to two hours or three hours, you know, like because that's that's why paper out uh, pay per views were two hours, two and a half hours was because you had all the good fights but you're not going to have that on a weekly basis so you just you know you end up having to either one book poorly or two give away the farm each week you know which you can do but then eventually you know it's the law of diminishing returns right anyway let's get into power uh we had velvet sky on commentary alongside tim storm and joe garley joe garley i love man uh, he, he's really, really good and looks like he's about 14 years old as well. So if I was Billy Corgan, I'd be doing everything I possibly could to keep Joe Garley because the rest of the commentary team is pretty weak. I think Tim Storm has the ability to be okay, but he just needs to be more animated and be more of a personality. You can't, he's just sort of like the whole time. There was a group of dudes in the corner who were trying to make as much noise as possible. And that was great. You know, AEW done the same thing. But he, you couldn't hear Tim Storm over him. And you definitely couldn't hear Velvet Sky. So there were just, my biggest criticisms of this first power back were more, um, they were more like on the technical side. There was a lot of echo on the on the promos, like over at the at the podium. Um, it just looked like they were using a shitty mic as well. It looked like a, it was just like a I don't know, like a shitty wedding MC <laughs> microphone. So, um, I think you know, over the next four to five weeks, you'll see power get better and better each week. It just felt like there was a lot of uh, ring rust around. First up, we had Camille. Uh, well, actually, we had um, Nick Aldis uh, and his crew come out and talk about how they're essentially going to win all the gold. Uh, then Camille defeated Alex uh, Gracia, um, who I hadn't seen before. She was all right. Supposedly, Thunder Rosa is bringing wrestlers in, I assume, from like AAA, Mexico, and stuff like that. They didn't really go into any details. They were just sort of like, oh, hey, this Alex is a friend of Thunder Rosa's. I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> uh, Austin Idol introduced himself, reintroduced himself. I think Austin Idol is a, is a fun addition to power. I kind of miss the old dodgy ads that existed but he's still kind of doing promos like that so it's not too bad he adds a another dimension he's an interesting looking character and he's been there since the start so i'm kind of into him him being a manager i think is a good idea as well and he's going to be the manager for tyrus which um i think is probably a good idea because either i, I think this was probably a big knock on him in in wwe as well is that he doesn't seem to be he doesn't pop on screen. Um, I mean, he does as far as his size is concerned, but I think him just being like a big silent monster, Kaiju, is probably best for him and to have uh, Austin Idol never shuts the fuck up. Um, so I, th I think that's a good match. 
we had the we had a number one contender match for the NWA uh, television match uh, television title. I'm sorry, uh, Fred Rosa, uh, otherwise known as uh, Darren Young in WWE, defeated Matt Cross uh, and Marche Rocket. So the three of these guys, if they become permanent additions, and I assume that they have because they're on power to NWA. I think they're all really good signings, especially Fred Rosser and, and Matt Cross. I think the two of them give some really good depth to a roster that is very thin at the moment. So I was quite happy with that. Mike Parrow is back. Uh, he never... I don't know if he was ever on power. He was definitely involved in NWA just on the on the brink of power coming about. Uh, he was at the big... Uh, what was it? The, the first all-in I think he was on. Uh, he's got he's an interesting dude like big powerful guy uh, he killed Jordan Clearwater who also seems to have signed with NWA sort of hard to get information on who is actually a permanent member of the roster and who isn't don't know if I see a huge amount of upside in Jordan Clearwater at the moment but I've seen him wrestle three times once for New Japan strong and twice for NWA so he's not terrible but he just doesn't I was saying last night to, to my buddy Lucas, who was over here, it doesn't look like a wrestler to me, but we'll see. We'll see. But I was I was impressed by Paro. Uh, he seems to be a heel compared to a very sort of lovable, friendly guy that he was doing before he went to Japan. He's been in Japan for the last year and a half or so, honing his skills. Uh, Thunder Rosa came out and cut a promo saying that she wants the belt again. Uh, and then Melina came out and offered her uh, services as a manager, but uh, Rosa declined. Kind of hinting in this promo anyway of like a heel turn for Thunder Rosa. Melina is a heel. (laughs) It's just a a genuine heel. So I assume that she'll do something dastardly uh, coming up and and there will be some sort of Rosa-Melina feud, which is good because... They're great. They work really well together, man. So I'm, I'm, I'm into that. Uh, and then the main event was Nick Aldis, uh, Tom Latimer, and Chris Adonis is another signing that they that they've made versus uh, Jr. Kratos, uh, Aaron Stevens, and the Pope. And uh, the bad boys won with the most devastating move in all of wrestling. Credits to Simon. Uh, the surprise roll up. This match was fun. Man, I actually thought the quality of wrestling was all pretty good on this episode. Uh, ring rust didn't really extend to in-ring. It was more just like uh, the volume issues with like the small crowd was louder than the commentators and the microphones didn't come across as super great for a television show. <laughs> there was some great promos. Um, Pope did a, a fantastic promo leading into... Uh, I assume what's going to be a feud with um, Tom Latimer. This six-man tag team kind of continued and set up a few stories. So there seems to be tension between um, uh, Kratos and Aaron Stevens. I assume they'll probably take the belts off them and have a feud between those two. Pope and, and Tom Latimer are going to have a feud for the television title. And it looks like Nick Aldis and Aaron Stevens are going to feud. I think that might be an ongoing thing. And I think when you look at the roster, it's probably right 
they probably are the two top guys in NWA at the moment. But uh, the thing is that, you know, there's new people coming along all the time, you know, so it was always kind of a bit of a revolving door with NWA. So, yeah, it'll be interesting to see who sort of takes the bull by the horns and gets themselves over, right? Man, I'm just so happy it's back. It's 7 bucks US, I think, for the monthly pass. Four episodes, you know, four episodes a month for... Yeah, I'm not going to be able to do the maths now. <laughs> what, what is that? Like a dollar seventy-five-ish, dollar sixty-six, maybe something like that. It's not much. Um, I think it's well and truly worth it. And I think this is, um, even though they've put themselves behind a paywall, um, I think it might actually do okay. I think it might actually do okay. Whether they, I think they have to stick strong and stay behind the paywall because if they put any of the stuff on YouTube, and I think they have to because it, it, I think it's a, like it's a, an actual deal with Fight TV, like an exclusive deal. So they're probably going to lose some people initially in the, because you can't just share it, right? You can't just share the episode with your friends like you could previously, which is going to be a little bit annoying because. I did manage to actually get some friends watching it because it was just on YouTube, like the the ease of access. And I think I think this is this, I think this is the right way to go. NWA like signing a deal with Fight and putting their stuff exclusively on Fight, um, which I think is a slightly different deal to everyone else. Uh, I because AEW is obviously on TV, Impact's on TV. Uh, WWE is obviously a different kettle of fish and Ring of Honor have their own thing as well so it's not an exclusive I don't think any of the other guys or any of the other promotions have exclusive deals with Fight my theory is that the best way for I think the smartest move for a brave wrestling promotion and also you've got the platform's got to want you is to go to a uh, Netflix or Amazon Prime or whatever it might be. I can't think of anyone else off the top of my head. It's quite late. I'm recording quite late here, guys, and I've had very little sleep. So I apologize. But I just think, like, if you could become the first... If you could become the first wrestling promotion to get on one of those platforms, um, it's just such a huge reach, you know? Like, because everyone... Like, especially Netflix. I mean, everyone has Netflix. So then all of a sudden you're just in front of all of those people, you know. You know, it can't be live. But, I mean, for all the weekly shows, does it have to be? I mean, you could just sign a, a deal for the weekly shows and then have pay-per-views that you put on fire or whatever for $20 a pop. I think that's a really good model, you know, because the the weekly shows are really about selling pay-per-views. Right, even though WWE are going away from that model and still earning millions of dollars in TV deals, those TV deals will dry up because that old media will continue to lose money. You need to put, you need to go where the eyeballs are. <laughs> I mean, people talk constantly about like how low the ratings are for all wrestling, but that's because people aren't watching that kind of media anymore. Me personally, I haven't watched free-to-air television in Australia for about four years now, five years. 
just cut the cords, man. Just went full digital. And, um, you know, I'm not saying that because I'm, you know, want to point out that I'm super cool or anything. I just think that I am part of a growing majority of people because why would you still put up with having to let other people decide when you're going to watch stuff? It just makes no sense to me whatsoever. You could be on a platform and drop stuff weekly. All of those platforms have the ability to do that and do do that. So it can still be a weekly show. It's not like you drop 50 wrestling shows all at once. Um, and you could even still record them live if you wanted to. I just don't I don't understand why the wrestling industry... I mean, it always takes a long time for things to sink in with the wrestling industry. It, even, you know, just small things like pop culture and the zeitgeist. So I think it's going to be another... I mean, I was so amazed when WWE set up their own network. I was like, Jesus Christ. It was like it was like your parents working out how to use a fucking Chromecast without your help, you know? It was like, Jesus, where did this come from? <laughs> but I think this is a step in... My point is, as far as NWA is concerned, this is a step in the right direction. But yeah, I just think the first... I think the first company that can strike up a deal with an Amazon or a Netflix or whatever is just going to leave everybody else in their wake. I'm so glad to be back. Uh, I really love doing these little podcasts, these little power podcasts for you guys. It's nice to have an, a, a, an arena to talk about it. Literally, even with my wrestling friends, I do not have anyone to talk to about this. <laughs> Painting a very sad picture. Um, but I do, you know, get feedback online through Facebook and Twitter and stuff like that. So it's super cool. And if you want to do that, you can reach out. Uh, we are WrestleWolfPod on Twitter. Or I'm at Mr. Damien Gibson. Um, you can find us on Facebook, all that all that good stuff. We have a website that I continue to forget about called WrestleWolf.com. <laughs> called? The, the address is WrestleWolf.com. Uh, you can find us on YouTube, all that kind of stuff. I'm going to put the NWA stuff on YouTube from now on as well. Um, but I might leave it there. I just wanted to, I you know, wasn't going to go into too much um, detail about the actual show because it was the first show back and there was always going to be a few teething problems and stuff. But I really, outside of a few tech problems um, and, a, and a little bit of rust promo wise, I thought it was a pretty bloody good episode, uh, especially considering how sort of thin the roster is compared to how it was when power went off the air. So uh, hats off to Billy Corgan, Nick Aldos, uh, Nick Aldos, Nick Aldos, everyone involved um, for sticking fat and um, getting the show back on air for our enjoyment. I really, I really do appreciate it because it's still, it's still a bit shit the world right now. Uh, even with vaccination rollouts and all that kind of stuff, there's a global recession going on, and um, and I think just the hangover of the last year, year and a half is still hanging around you know there's a sort of um there's still this heaviness in the in the air of the zeitgeist so it's nice to have like good quality fun wrestling that also you know grabs at the old member berries and um you know, just gives you nice that nice warm fuzzy feeling that good wrestling gives us um, I want to give a shout out to four, uh, four one one mania, um, for their breakdown of the episode and, um, 
yeah, we'll be back. Um, well, I'll be back next week. There's no way I'm ever going to get Matt on <laughs> the NWA show. He's always been an impact guy. He's always an impact guy. So deep down, he'll he he'll deny that, but but he is NWA for life, baby. But I'll talk to you guys next week. Until then, brother friends. Pepe is dead.